Hey, Dot fam, it's Miyuki. Thank you so much for checking out Crits and Giggles. We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, you can support us by joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world. Of course, the best way to directly support the podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever it is you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add these sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is free. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it is time for the next page in our storybook. Welcome back to Crits and Giggles. Um, wow. Wow. I was going to say, everybody say hello, but I think we just set the record um, for the fastest (laughs) I've ever lost control. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I think like uh, that we should jump in. What do you guys think? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's do the thing then. What is the use of a statue if it cannot keep the rain off? The bird said, and he determined to fly away. But before he had opened his wings, a drop fell, and he looked up and saw that the eyes of the statue of the happy prince were filled with tears, and tears were running down his golden cheeks. His face was so beautiful in the moonlight that the little swallow was filled with pity. Who are you? he said. I am the happy prince. Why are you weeping then? asked the swallow. You have quite drenched me. When I was alive and had a human heart, answered the statue, I did not know what tears were, for I lived in the palace where sorrow is not allowed to enter. My courtiers called me the happy prince, and happy indeed I was, if pleasure be happiness. So I lived, and so I died. And now that I am dead, they have set me up here so high that I can see all the ugliness and all of the misery of my city. And though my heart is made of lead, I cannot choose but to weep. Last week, the Black Riders of Baba Yaga continued their search for a forger that could create papers for them to be able to travel throughout the city of White Throne without too much trouble. Their path crossed two drunken winter wolves and two ice trolls on patrol. Both incidences were solved by combat. Word had started to spread about a a group traveling through the Howlings, killing loyal Winter Guard members in the street. As the forger worked late into the night, Skeslin went to meet a winter wolf a date. However, he had less than romantic plans. In fact, he wanted this wolf to inform him of all comings and goings in the Howlings. Having gotten what they came for, the party attempted to cross the checkpoint further into White Throne, but two mirror men were standing in their way. The combat didn't last long, though. Making their way into the city, the party's guide snuck them into the hidden headquarters of the Heralds of Summer's Return. They stand now in a small chapel facing the one person that might have the information they need. That is, if they don't go all murder hobo and kill her first. (laughs) Faced with a need to save the world from a never-ending ice age, what do you do? Well, uh, hello. Uh, It's nice to to meet you. Uh, My name's Chip Walden. uh, And uh, 
Uh, I mean, everybody can introduce themselves if they want to, uh, but I'm I'm very excited to be here, and uh, we've got a lot of questions and things that we need your help with. So uh, maybe we could just get real fast to the point, uh, and then we could be out of your hair. Oh, um, and you see, she kind of tosses a look to Ringier, uh, and Ringier kind of leans in to you guys and says. Uh, you might want to tell her why you are here, what you are doing, so right, she right, can right, give yeah, you... Yeah. Yes, yes. Right, right, right. So, um, we're the Black Riders of Baba Yaga. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we're... Baba Yaga's gone, if you haven't noticed. So we're trying to go find her dancing hut, and apparently it's hidden on display somewhere around here. We need to break into the city, infiltrate, go in, and get into that hut so that we can find Baba Yaga and save the world. Hmm. Find Baba Yaga... Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And you see uh, Solvig, she s- moves from where she is by the shrine and moves to like a giant tapestry off to the back of the chapel. And she like rips it down off the wall and there's like papers pasted all over and a hidden bookcase <gasps> and like string tying everything together. It's it's truly an amazing sight to behold. Does the hidden bookcase behind the hidden tapestry lead to a hidden secret doorway? Please say yes. Well, the tapestry wasn't hidden. Um, you know what so I'm I going feel for. like. <laughs> Uh, but she starts like pulling out scrolls and opening books and tr- like she is digging through this stuff and you hear her kind of like talking to herself for a moment. Uh, oh, let me, oh, no, it's in this one, it's in this one. And she starts flipping through books. Is there anything you're doing in this time that... Uh, oh, Soraya would be looking through books if she can. I mean, Solvig doesn't stop you. In fact, as you're like t- picking out a book and kind of opening it, she she's, oh, oh, I need that one, thank you. And just like snatches it back out of your hand and flips through it a few more times. I grab a new one. <laughs> well, you're able to find a few things in that book. Um, but Solvig finally finds what she had been looking for. Now, you say you are the Black Riders of Baba Yaga. Now, I don't hold it against you, uh, but I, we, uh, the Heralds of Summer's Return, don't exactly see eye to eye with Baba Yaga. This, but oh. you say you are looking for her hut. Yeah. Mm. Where do you stand on all of the Winter Witches? Oh, don't like them. I want to tear down the infrastructure brick by brick. And me too. It sounds like slow work. I would rather blow it up from the inside, but, you know, uh, brick by brick works. Uh, Yes. um, ah, Okay, I found. Um, So, yes, you are correct. Queen Elvana put the Baba Yaga's dancing hut on display within the market square, uh, but a thick forest started growing around it almost overnight, um, and the market is now completely overgrown. 
the Winter Guard, under command of one of the Queen's great-great-granddaughters, some Nazena, whoever, uh, cordoned off the entire market square. They labored feverishly to cut down the forest, but so far, they've only succeeded in halting the forest spread throughout the entire merchant's quarter. Around the square oh. itself, any trees cut down grow back the following morning. Uh, there's no way to get to the hut without going through a small army. No matter how good the, your papers may be. <clears throat> but I have an idea. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So we have made careful and tentative contact with what remains of the Iron Guard here in the city. Uh, that is the former military loyal to Bobby Yaga. Uh, several of the commanders survived the purges of Elvana and were driven underground. But they'd like to reclaim the city and all of Irsen for themselves and for Baba Yaga. However, uh, as you might expect, the Iron Guard distrusts us. We distrust them. But we are now allies of convenience. For our part, we are no supporters of Baba Yaga. But Queen Elvana is by far the most powerful manifestation of the White Rich's rule. And removing her from power would be a telling blow against the oppressive government. The Iron Guard is just waiting for an opportunity to launch a counter-strike against the Winter Guard. But one thing stands in their way. One of the Winter Guard's commanders, Logrovich. My cell of resistant fighters is small. They are guerrillas, not trained soldiers. We survive by keeping our heads down and quietly helping the oppressed people here in White Throne. Not by engaging Elvana or her minions in open combat. If you could remove the threat of Logrovich, I believe I could convince the Iron Guard to strike back the Winter Guard. Such an uprising would draw their troops away from Market Square, enabling you to get to the hut. Mm. What do you say? Yes. All right. What do you guys say? I'll, uh... Skesson, do you have a... What do you, uh, what do you think? I think, uh, let's see if it, um, yep. <clears throat> hey, well, Isaria is just going to jump on a, an assassination assignment like that so quickly. Who am I to stand in her way? Oh, no. I want to go for the trees. I must figure out how these trees are able to grow in just overnight. Perhaps if I talk to them, they would tell me. What? Well, uh, I don't know if you all heard uh, a little name in there that I did, but I sure it seems did. like the Senna's here, so mm-hmm. wouldn't mind doing some uh, doing something that really disrupts whatever she's got planned as well. Yep. So I mean, you kill Logrovich? That's what Serena wants to do, so I guess we got oh, no choice. No, I, I'm just there for the trees. Oh no, she she's there for the trees. I want to kill him. Now, if I were able to grab him and and bring him back to you, would that be a better solution? I I no, no. I don't think you're understanding. Uh Lokrovich is not a human, and um, he would not do us any good here. Oh, oh what so you're saying? 
You're saying because he's not human, I can't grapple him? Uh, no, but I don't know if reindeer or what. And reindeer just kind of like shrugs to her. I, you more than likely saw walking through the city that most people here are not human. They yeah. are creatures of a more evil nature. There's not much we can do with someone who is unwilling to give us information. Ah. Don't put too much stock in it. We usually end up killing everybody anyway. <laughs> oh, good. This should be easy. I like Jim so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are agreed, uh, please feel free. Find a room and uh, take a rest if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I will let as many of our folks know as possible to prepare. Okay. And Sylvie goes to grab like a bunch of parchment, some ink, a quill, and you see her go to one of the other rooms in the chapel. Oh, excuse me. Um, may I please look at some of your books that you have? Oh, uh, yes, feel free. Oh. Soraya just runs back over to like all the books and she wants to find any on like trees that grow back really quickly. <laughs> you don't find anything specifically about trees that grow back really quickly. Um, But you do find a lot of books on different religions. Uh, You find some books about... uh, Oh, what is the word I am looking for? You find books about the first world, uh, about different races of Galarian. And um, some books in a different language. Other than that, I mean, they seem like your normal encyclopedias and some novels and some that somebody would have just there. She's extra curious in the religion book. So she'd start with that one first. Sure. Do you have knowledge religion for chance? Yes, I do. (gasps) You do? Roll me a knowledge religion. Knowledge religion for one, please. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled a one. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it didn't even do anything. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I said knowledge religion for one, and then I oh, rolled no. a one. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, oh, real quick, I do want to shout out Scott Denuso got uh, the bit boss and gave Skeslin an auto succeed. Ooh. Oh, I should have used mine. Dang it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you're looking at these books of religion and you're like, ooh, these are fun stories. And you just like dig in and like, you just think these are fun, like, fables that you can read. You know, yeah. it doesn't really hit you that this is an actual tangible deity on the world of Galarian. Anyone else, what would you like to do? Solvig seems busy writing notes uh, that she probably is going to have sent out to her people. What would you guys like to do? Uh, uh, Astrid walks over to the group and says, I'll be honest with you, I'd really like a rest. How about the rest of you? Uh, um, I mean, I I feel pretty good, but sh- sure. Well, It is midday or so. Oh, well, I suppose I could soldier on. What do we need to do? Um, 
well, kill uh, people seemingly, which is helpful because that's what we've been doing. <laughs> but before that, we can talk to the trees and see if they have any advice for us. Uh, how do we get and to these trees? Hmm. Yeah. H how does that work? Can you like go talk to a tree outside and then that tree can be like, oh yeah, I talked to those trees. Or do you have to talk to like the actual trees? What? Oh, um, <laughs> I, I I just don't know how the trees, like, if they talk in their roots or, you know, I don't know. There's, like, a whole underworld there with tree roots. Oh, it's impolite to ask... About their roots? Uh. Yes, their That's roots good. and the undergrowth. It's oh. impolite to talk about. Okay, oh. good to know. I'll remember that. <laughs> that is a new set of information. <laughs> <laughs> Solvig did inform you that, like, tomorrow morning would be the time to set out. So she has time to let everybody know what's happening to prepare. So you guys have the rest of the day to do with what you will. If you want to go shopping, you could go shopping. If uh -huh. you wanted to go try to talk to trees, you could. It's up to you. Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, um, Surya, if, if you want to go talk to trees, I... I don't want you to go out there on your own, so I'll go with you. Oh, would you? I will, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean... Oh, um, do you think we could stop at that? Um, there was a... I don't know the word for it, but you go inside, and then you hand them these, and she holds up a gigantic bag, and she kind of just starts, like... They kind of start falling out, and they're, they're round, and they're gold, and they're... You know them as gold money. Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, and, and I give them this... And then I can, I can, I can get things. Oh, well, sure. What sort of things are you looking to get? Oh, I don't know. I just want to look around. Well, I mean, what me else in. am I supposed to do with this? It's not like I need it. Well, you know, you could either save it for bird seed or you could spend it right now. I say oh, you spend it. Let's don't go. worry, Astrid. And she holds up her pouch of bird seed, which is even bigger than her coin <gasps> purse. <laughs> I have plenty. Oh, oh. Uh, I want to come because I want to see what trees sound like. <laughs> oh, and we can all eat birdseed along the way. Oh, yeah. Right. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Oh, do you want to go to that magical place too where you hand them these things and then they give you things? Yes, that sounds neat. Oh, great. I like that, yeah. Well, gentlemen, are you to be joining us? Oh, uh, no. yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to, I don't need to, I'm going to stay here. All right. Looks like a girl's party. Let's go. Ah. Ooh, exciting. So do you just set off on your own in this unknown city? <laughs> uh, I mean, you're uh, making it sound like we shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not, because usually that's what people do when they're on vacation. I mean, yeah, I think Soraya may have seen this place mm. she's referring to, which would, to a normal person, um, would be a store, a shop of some sort, mm -hmm. but it had something pretty on the outside of it, and she wanted to go in there. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Miyuki, Soraya, and Astrid, I need you all to roll a perception check. It is killing me with these descriptions of normal things. She's like, you see these round, golden... Well, I mean, they're gold. It is gold. Oh, dear. Um, That's a 23 perception. Oh. I got a 13. Mm, I got a 9. Ooh. Miyuki and Soraya, you two notice it first. You start out into the streets uh, searching for a shop that Soraya had picked out on her way into the Shrine of the Everbloom. And there's only one on one street corner, two on the next, but you start to see um, posters about the city. And it seems like they weren't there before you met Solvig at, you know, midday. And Soraya, you, you see these posters and the reason you're drawn to it is because you see yourself. <gasps> oh, you guys, look, that's me. And uh, sure enough, you look oh. at these posters and you see wanted posters for six people. Oh, five someone oh. very good descriptions and images drawings of the five of you and uh, one vague resemblance of ring gear. Oh. Uh, uh, this is uh that's not good. <laughs> we we have to go back. We have to go back right now. Jamie, are they yeah. easy to take down? Yeah, but like they're on every street corner at this point. Well, the first one Soraya sees, she'll pull it down to show them. Oh, somebody wants us. I bet they're looking for heroes, adventurers. Oh, Um, Soraya, I don't think that's that's what they're doing. We have to go back right now. We have to tell But if they're not looking for adventurers, why would they take so much time to draw these beautiful paintings of us? Uh, You know, um, I'm going to let... Other people explain that to you. I just need you to come with me right now. Oh, oh, what are you so worried about? Come on, there's them uh, right there. Uh, worried about dying is what I'm worried about. Or, or going to that jail. Saraya, I don't think the people that put these posters up are good people. We have to hide from them right now. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on one second. And she goes over and she pulls all one of each of all of them and she rolls them up and sticks them in her bag. I have to show Skeslin. Look. And she unfolds Skeslin's. It looks like him. Oh, I I hope we see Skeslin again. We have to go. Okay. Speaking of Skeslin, let's check in with Skeslin and Chip and then we'll come back to you ladies. Skeslin, Chip, what are you guys doing as the girls go shopping? So, um, yeah, just, um, what, uh, what was, um, uh, <laughs> you, uh, did you, I mean, did you, did you have a life before this or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you talking Dude. to? I know I'm exactly. To, I'm, trying to, I'm talking to Skeslin. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay, okay. 
So yeah, yes, chip. I uh, this I surprisingly enough, I wasn't just born uh, right before I met you. I've okay. actually I did have a life before in the before times. I sort of figure. I mean, I I, I figured, but uh, you know, I just wanted to. How old are you, Chip? Well, um, I gotta look up my specific. I gotta look it up. Hang on. Uh, he's, uh, he's um, nice. I like nice to think get. that Chip literally has a notebook that he starts looking through. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get there. All right. Let me get there. I've got it. My character sheets in like eight different places. Uh, but he's, you know, he's within his forties. Um, so he's, he's fairly, he's, he's older than the rest of the group. It would seem, including you who he doesn't know about. He seems his visage is older than yours. Yeah. 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 Well, Chip, I almost had a, a full one of your own lifetimes before I met you. 72 years old, man. I'm no. probably going to live, what, 200 or some odd years? That's what I hear anyway. That's what, that's what a mage told me. Who knows, uh, you know, what they really know, but. You don't look a day over 25. No, and I probably won't for another 30 or so years. Wow. I guess it's kind of an advantage if you want to call it that. I mean, what were you, what were you doing with your life for 72 years that you just all of a sudden wound up and with us. Uh, mostly traveling. Trying to figure myself out, Chip. That's fair. I don't actually know. See, I didn't... I've been alive for 72 years, but I've only been able to do a lot of what I've been able to do for couple of weeks i mean i could do a couple of tricks before that for the first you know 72 years of my life i could, you know kind of lift up a piece of paper with with just by thinking on it real hard and you know i could i could do tiny minor things nothing big i didn't know any of this real magic you know until all of this started happening you think it's connected in some sort of way Oh, I have no doubt. I mean, think about it, this whole eternal winter and all of a sudden I become so much more powerful than I've ever even thought was, was possible. You know, I, I I never wanted a life uh, full of magic. I mean, magic's interesting, it's cool and all, sure, but, you know, I wasn't going to go and study and become a wizard and learn all that stuff. No, it just started happening. I just started to be able to do it. I have to think that this has very much something to do with this whole nonsense we're dealing with. Mm. Yeah, I would say you're probably right about that. You know, for me, I would just... I was just wandering. I what for? Well, um, you know, for, for a while there... Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a I'm a pretty big guy, and uh, so wherever I go, a couple of things tend to follow. Either I get looked at very oddly and asked to leave, or I get asked to fight. And for a while, that was okay. 
you know, I would fight a little bit and earn some money and my mom and I would, we had an okay life. But when she died, I, uh, everything changed. And you could say I was a little lost then too. And then Kiala, I, I met her and she introduced me to Caden Kalian and well, I just sort of felt like I needed to follow, follow him. You know, he's the accidental God, but I don't feel like it was an accident me walking into that bar. And in doing so and doing all of that and spending some time figuring out what it meant to follow Caden Kalian, well, that's when I ended up here with all of you. So you might be able to connect yours to whatever's happening around here. I think I might be able to connect mine even deeper than that. What do you think you'd be doing if you hadn't met, if you hadn't gotten involved in all this nonsense? Oh, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that I would be wandering around until I found the nonsense. Now I got one more question to ask you, Skesslin. How was your date last night? Less productive than I would have hoped. I mean, honestly, you know, for as much as we're bumbling around, screwing this whole infiltration thing up left and right, they're running just the absolute most poorest, worst, oppressive government I've ever seen. I mean, I expected that to be like a tricky situation, but this this woman was just ready to believe just about anything I said. And she agreed, like within like three minutes, she agreed that she was going to be a double agent. I mean, not that she really knew she was going to be a double agent, but I just thought I would have to work for it a little bit. But no, she was ready to throw it all away. Now, the problem is, I really don't think I'm going to get anything useful out of her because... Quite honestly, I'm not so sure that uh, aside from a nasty growl and some bright blue eyes, she's got much going on up here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of people that can say they went on a date with a winter wolf. And um, aren't you a little afraid of that? Oh, why would I be afraid of it? How well, many winter wolves have we already, uh, you know, taken care of in our own way? I wasn't afraid of the winter wolf. I yeah, wear, but, you know, one on my own back. Yeah, but I mean, you know what they say, a woman scorned. I'm just saying, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking out for you, Skesslin, okay? If I all of a sudden see a very angry, white-haired woman come charging after you, I'll make sure to protect you, all right? Was good to know that if that happens, I'll have Chip to grab her before she gets to me. There you go. With that, we'll go back to shopping. What are the three of you doing, Miyuki, Soraya, and Astrid? Uh, I mean, if we go into a store. Um, but people probably recognize us because, I mean, looking at these stores, it kind of looks like essentially we're already looking in all of these stores through a piece of paper. <laughs> so, but what if we don't look like ourselves? 
you can turn into a fox. I mean, that's true. But yeah, <laughs> I, I could get away with it. I can't turn either one of you into a fox, though. Oh, oh, but watch this. And then all of a sudden she's got like long white hair and looks like one of the people she's seen in the town. And um, she like kind of takes on the features of, of like one of the townspeople she's seen. And she casts disguise self on herself. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. Oh, that's a cool trick. Yeah. I didn't know I could do it until recently though. I accidentally woke up one morning and I didn't look like, like like myself and it very much scared me. Oh. But well, I've realized that I could use it to help us. So we could go in. Uh, I can't change anything about me. And I'm oh. really tall. Oh, um, perhaps... We could go in and we could find you something to put over yourself. Or do you have a cloak or a scarf? Well, well I'm wearing my cloak of the Yeti, but I think that kind of makes me stand out a bit. Hmm. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, if you, if you want to go in here, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna huddle up against this wall here and maybe nobody will notice me. But ladies, I have to tell you, I really think we ought to be heading back. Don't you? Y yeah, I mean, uh, we probably should just at least to tell Skeslin and Chip uh, uh, what's going on. Oh, but I just want to go inside. Look at all the pretty things. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, we could try like one store, I guess, but then like go and then we can always come back once we like sort all this out. Oh, dear. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, Astrid, thank you. We'll be two minutes. Oh, all right. Hurry, hurry up there. Okay. And Astrid bundles herself as tightly as she can and uh, finds a nearby bush and huddles. And, and Sreya <laughs> tries to, to mimic the walk of, like, one of these wolf people that she's seen in the town, and she's wearing an outfit that would look exactly like one of theirs. <laughs> Interesting. Astrid, roll me a stealth check. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, that would be a dirty 20. Ooh. Dirty 20. All right. Mm. Uh, and Soraya, uh -huh. why don't you roll me... Let's go with a bluff. Okay. Ooh, 17 on the die, plus six... Twenty-two. All right. Well, Soraya and Miyuki, you make your way into this shop, and it looks like a, a general shop, really, a general store. And you're able to find a few fun things. Uh, Miyuki, I know you found some potions you wanted, and Soraya finds this gorgeous headband that is, like, the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's like not one of those headbands that goes like around your forehead, but like one that probably just looks like a random piece of cloth that she just kind of wears in her, like she just like puts in her hair and it looks like it's worthless. Like just a piece of scrap fabric. Hmm. You do notice that uh, the shopkeeper doesn't say much, doesn't make eye contact. 
Um, but that seems fairly normal around here. Nobody has really made eye contact. Everybody is very hush-hush, has stayed to themselves. Um, the three of you can roll perception checks. Oh, good. Uh, I got a five. Oh, <laughs> boy. Seven. 18, Soraya? 19. 19. You, as you're, like, walking out of the store, you've made your purchases, you're getting ready to go back to Astrid, you notice a woman across the street, kind of diagonal from where you are, um, has stopped and is looking towards the area that Astrid had stepped away into. And you, you see this woman, like, stop and look for a second and, like, turn tail. She doesn't have a tail, but she turns tail <laughs> books it in another direction. Uh, we don't see that. You yeah. do. Oh, I do. Yeah, this is as you're exiting the shop. Soraya thinks nothing of it and is too infatuated with the headband. Oh, oh Miyuki, look, isn't it beautiful? <gasps> oh, um, y- yeah. Yeah, oh. it looks great on you. <laughs> and then she's going to go and hold up her giant bag. How much? Please, I must have it. Uh, for the the headband? Yes. Uh, 4,000 gold. Okay. And she holds up her bag. She goes, how much is this? Is this enough? Uh, yeah, yeah, that. And the shopkeeper just, like, grabs the entire bag almost and, like, drags it across the table to himself. Oh, no. Uh, Coins quick. fall out, but, you know. Uh, did you, is that, ex- uh, Soraya, did you count that? Or is that oh. the exact? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you might want to count it because you only need to give as much as it is required to get the atom. I mean, he told me it was enough, so it's enough. Well, yes. Thank you, sir. It is beautiful. Yes. Uh, You are very welcome, madam. Have a great day. And you see him turn his back and start, like, counting coins (laughs) at the back table. Soraya tries to turn around, but she's got too much hair because her, like, long white hair, like, is going down to, like, her ankles. And she kind of, like, gets stuck in her hair a little bit and looks at Miyuki. And she's like, I don't know how you handle hair that is this long all the time. Oh, um, I just kind of, like, do this a lot and hit people in the face with it. And it makes it worth it. (laughs) And she gets all tangled up. I don't think it's worth it. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I don't usually have as many things that are wrapped. Uh, maybe braid it. <gasps> oh, hmm. yeah. it is a thought. But uh, yeah. I want to make sure everyone sees my new headband. Isn't it beautiful? Yes, it looks really nice. And it, it wasn't I think even that expensive, but I don't even know what expensive is. <laughs> uh, well, I think it might have been a little bit more expensive than it needed to be. But, you know, oh. you like it and that's all that matters. I do. It makes me feel very courageous and and full of energy and and things. Yeah, you need more of both of those. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, we should probably go back to Astrid now, right? Uh, 
And make oh, sure yes. she's... Oh, we promised yeah. two minutes. Okay, let's go. Yes. Okay. And we do. <gasps> Astrid, you look at my beautiful headband. Back to Astrid to show her your beautiful headband. And you notice a group of ice trolls and mirror men about a block away questioning <gasps> people. What do you do? Uh... Astrid picks up Soraya, she picks up Miyuki, and starts running as fast as she can back. Astrid, I'm wearing a disguise! Okay! I can't hear you, I'm running! (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, Let's take a moment and say hi to chat, because a lot happened. A lot happened. I got a good section right here on the awkward silence that we were doing. Uh, <laughs> Zach Attack said, yes, good plan, Ben. A plus. Crossbone said, LOL, Ben is losing it. And then Silent <laughs> A said, just dudes being dudes. <laughs> In that <laughs> same section, Zach Attack 77 said, when the awkward uncle is left alone with the family black sheep. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, yeah. Crossbones... Crossbones said, just let her go in. Pretty things. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Penguin Witch oh, Doctor man. later said, wait, he follows Caden? And Scott Denuso said, not enough to learn anything about religion, but yeah, I follow him. <laughs> uh, Zach Attack uh, 77 says, Skeslin, Soraya needs a lesson in wanted posters. Skeslin, why aren't you teaching Soraya better? You didn't say that last part. I added that. That's fair. Uh, and we got a new follow from Funky Dancing Dude. Thanks, Jack. Ooh. All right, you make it back to the oh. underground headquarters of the Heralds of Summer's Return. And uh, Chip and Skeslin are like, you know, sighing deeply and like wiping away tears and <laughs> seems like heavy <laughs> conversation <laughs> here. Oh, what happened? Let me down. No, uh, it's okay. Everything's... <sighs> oh, oh, Astrid, put me down. And Astrid sets her down and says, <gasps> in posters. Chip, Skeslin, look, yeah, someone's yeah. looking for adventurers. And Thank she pulls you. out and unrolls it. Look, he, he, wanted Chip, for adventures. Chip will take it and dab up under his eyes. Where, I hand you the where, Chip one. I hand you the Skeslin one. No, he took the Soraya one and no! dabbed it under his eyes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. This is a wanted yeah. poster. Yes, they're looking yeah. for adventurers. No. You go. They're looking for adventurers just like us. Oh, boy. Exactly like us. Technically, Chip, she hasn't said anything that's wrong. You're right, Skesson. That's absolutely... This is all factually correct. Would you like to take this one or would you like me to? Well, the main, I think, thing that we need to be concerned with is that my nose is absolutely all wrong here. I mean, honestly, they think that it's that sharp. I mean, they made me look like a freaking eagle in here. That's just absolutely unacceptable. Oh. We're going to have to get a better likeness for them. Oh, perhaps we're going to have to find the person who painted these, and then we could show them and tell them, and then they'll be able to redo it. 
Go it's on. not a bad idea. We need to yeah. find the person who created these and uh, give them a yeah, stern yeah. talking to. That's well, exactly yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, 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 When people make wanted posters, they usually arrest those people. What's that? They want to put us in jail. Okay, here's the deal. You know those mirror men that we shouldn't have killed and then we did? Yes. You know how they got mirrors on their faces and, and we don't know what they do? Yes. I'm pretty sure they were they were copying our likeness or showing our likeness to somebody so that they could draw a picture of us and put it out there. So you know how those mirror men tried to uh, arrest us and, and attack us and, well, in essence, kill us? This is just to make that easier. Or what if? No, there's no or. Oh. There is no or. Okay. Um, well, why would they want to kill us? Well, because we've killed a lot of them. Oh. Do you remember when we walked in here and we just went kind of willy-nilly crazy and uh, we were just killing everybody? I mean, y- yes. I think I think she's getting it. I think she's finally coming to an understanding. Well, uh, can, yes. Can I keep it anyway? What? Can I keep it? Oh, of course. You, your your face on the post. Yes, you can keep your oh, face. Can I keep everyone's? Uh, I'm yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, well, thank I'm, I'm you. sorry. I might have smudged it a little bit. Oh, it's I, okay. Uh... She puts it in her bag. Well, now that we understand that very bad people are after us, what do we do? Well, I say we stick to the plan. We uh, we go, uh, we, we rest up, take the night, and then uh, we go kill Logrovich. All right. Well. So just about now, maybe Soraya's uh, disguised self would be uh, wearing off. Oh, uh, this is Soraya, by the way. <gasps> yes. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> she ran in oh. and was like, "Oh, hey, Sketchland! Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah." It was pretty obvious. I mean, I hope that you know you you have to understand, Soraya, that when you disguise your outer appearance, it's also good to disguise your inner appearance as well, and then oh. people won't be able to sniff you out quite as easily. She pulls out her notepad and starts writing that down. It's about this time that Solvig reappears from her room with like an armful of scrolls. She seems like she's headed for the exit, uh, but she sees all five of you standing there. Oh, uh, right, right. Uh, by the way, you should be prepared uh, for uh, ice trolls for sure. And I don't know more than that, but, oh, and I, I have a few things for you, just in case I miss you in the morning. Uh, and she passes off three potions of Cure Light Wounds Ooh. and two Skyrocket Fireworks. <gasps> yes! Uh, now, yes! Now, now, now. No, I know how they work. I, I know how they work. Great. So, you know, fire it into the sky and we'll know when to attack the, the Winter Guard. You aim it at somebody, and then you light it. No, that's that's your signal to me to start the attack. Right. That's why you gave two of them, though. So one of them 
One of them. Don't worry. Last time he tried to blow somebody up with a firework, he missed. He'll miss this time too, and you'll see the signal. And no, no, no. But, but please wait until Lokrovich is dead. Otherwise, everyone in the city dies. Okay. Oh, well, don't, we don't worry. That, that uh, Lokrovich will be dead uh, definitely around the time that a firework is let off. That I can assure you. I, I got to change my spell preparation for tomorrow because I, oh, I got to be able to light that bad boy up. Uh, oh, all right. I will trust you that you know how the firework works works and yeah, 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 when yeah. when to use it otherwise um lots of blood will be on your hands and it'll all be your fault it's fine don't yeah yes um also Question. also um you go first yeah if i use only one of them and then you know the whole like i signal you correctly do i get to keep the other one yes all right, yeah. Okay, let's not mess this up, everybody. These things are fun. Oh, that now the stakes are very high. Very high. Now very it's very high. important yes. that we do things correctly. We got to do it correctly because we can't mess this bad boy up. Oh, I'm tired. Well, uh, also, <laughs> I hate to, uh, I feel guilty. You going to take care of Logrovich also, um, there's a little bit of a personal errand I should ask from you. There, there might be uh, a woman trapped in Logrovich's tower. If, if you find her, can, can you free her and send her back here? Yeah. Oh, yes. We're very good at rescuing people. Uh, uh, who, thank who you. She's got a name. Uh, Bella. Bella Belvorica. She's a, an opera singer that came into town a, a week or so ago. Do we know, do you know, can you tell us what she looks like? Um, she has olive skin, brown hair. She uh, has the most beautiful voice you've ever heard. Oh, okay. Well. So ask any woman we come along who seems to be imprisoned to sing and oh, she has yes. a good voice. She, she's she's also a human. She's, she's uh, human, so that should set her apart. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, that's, that's easier. We, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. All right, then. If you know the plan, uh, feel free to spend the night here and uh, I set a map for you over on the table. Um, just in case you didn't know where you were going. And uh, let's get this done tomorrow. All right. And All so right. Big leaves the chapel. And actually, I will show you the map she left for you. Ooh. Um, I just marked it for you. Over on roll 20, if you take a look, the orange circle is where you have been with the uh, Heralds of Summer's Return. Okay. And she has marked this yellow circle off to what is actually the north, but it's over to your right on the map. Uh, up by that main gate into the city, that is a, a clock tower that is marked for where you're going to find Logrovich. All right. And she is also marked in this giant red circle, Market Square, where she says Baba Yaga's hut is. Right. Got it. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Awesome. 
It's good to know that she had different color highlighters with her map, so. Makes it very easy for us to follow. I try to be a polite and kind and helpful GM, and then you go and say those things, and it makes me not want to do things for you. (laughs) So, what do you do? You know, first thing in the morning, you're headed off to kill some Winter Guard commander. Is it just rest up? Yep. I definitely need to rest. Yup. Yeah. Uh, is gonna take out one of the posters and she's gonna kind of be looking at all of them but she's gonna take one of them and she's gonna kind of like fold it up a little bit and she's gonna tuck it inside of her notebook like almost like in one of the pages like it's supposed to go there and then um, she's gonna go look for a book on the shelf about disguising yourself and how to act if she can find one (laughs) Yeah, you find uh, in the biographical account of a rogue, you actually find um, a very interesting passage about disguises and stealth and taking on uh, personalities of others along with looks of others. Uh, And it's very much like a masterclass in theater, really, (laughs) about how you take on the personality of someone and you affect your voice and you have to take on their mannerisms as well, which you attempted to do. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, you take a few notes out of that book and learn a little. Cool. If that's all you're doing with Uh, your night, you awaken the next morning. What do you do? What do they got for breakfast around here? Oh, Oh, I have something for all of us. Don't worry, I can Uh, make us a wonderful and healthy breakfast before we go and find this evil guy. Uh, uh, is it birdseed? How did you know? Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's always birdseed, so. (laughs) We got some, we've got some rations, don't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, just wondering if they had any, you know, uh, eggs or anything like that. But it's okay. Oh, eggs. I mean, we could look for a chicken before we leave. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, if we could find a chicken, that'd be good. But I uh, know, yeah. you know what? You know what? That's fine. I'll eat a ration. Uh, all right. Uh oh. Jamie, <laughs> you didn't know this was going to turn, turn into the chicken quest, did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Those skyrocket fireworks, they're not being used that way. <laughs> Just a chicken. And an ice troll shows up and crits you. Oh. Just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was nice So what do you do? Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we need to be more cautious about how we're going about things. So... Let's uh, let's take our cloaks and wear them high up over our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's. You know, uh, I, I'm sorry, Astrid, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna have to flip that cloak of the Yeti inside out. Might be a little bit more helpful for you, right now. All right, all right. Uh, I, I don't have a cloak. Oh, you don't have a cloak. Do you want me to look like one of them again? Yeah. I've done a lot of research, and I think I'd really be able to do this whole disguise thing. Yes, I would. Okay. I would love for that, but okay, you have to stick right by Skeslin, and if he starts talking, you have to allow him to do his talking. 
Allow him to do his talking. Okay, I can do that. Um, but I, I only think it's going to last about an hour. Um, should I wait or should I do it now? Well, we should just get going. Everybody okay, okay with this? Okay. And, and Miyuki, I think you should be a fox and, and run beside us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Her hair goes down to like almost the floor. It is as white as snow and she's wearing whatever one of the wolf people wear. Uh, <laughs> so there's and no there's no real disguise kit that, you know, Chip is carrying around, but he'll flip like his cloak up over his head. It feels like he's like, he's, he's huge. He's over seven feet tall. So mm-hmm. he stands out still a little bit, but I would like to think he's trying. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Skeslin, any plans for you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. <laughs> Who I should leave this party out? How do you guys go about getting to this tower that's been marked on the map? You just walk in through the street, hoping that your disguises protect you enough, or... We're gonna go in groups of two, so we'll let uh, we'll we'll go. Actually, we'll go in three groups separately. We'll go Astrid in front, and okay. then we'll go Skeslin and Soraya at a good fifty yards or, or 50, fifty. That's a hundred feet in between you two. Keep an <laughs> no, eye it's on. It's not one hundred and fifty feet. Okay. Keep an eye on Astrid. I know what a yard is. All right. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll stealth with Skeslin. And then, uh, and then I'll bring up the, the rear with Miyuki, uh, as a, as a, as my furry friend on the side. All right. That's a dirty 20 for stealth. Awesome. <clears throat> 150 feet in between us, but still within eyesight. You got right. it, Ben. You're good at math. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can roll a perception check. <laughs> 21. Oh. oh my God. 27. Uh, 19. Seven. Uh, most of you, uh, you notice that there are more mirror men and ice trolls out on patrol, it looks like today. Uh, in fact, you see a few more goblins out. You see wolves out in wolf form. Uh, and very few humans, dwarves, gnomes are stepping out into the streets today, it seems like. But. You're able to make it to the tower without any incidents. A small courtyard stands outside the clock tower behind a delicate-looking white picket fence made of bones. A single step leads to a landing and a recessed set of large double doors to the north, while to the east and west stand two stone statues depicting two women in identical poses reaching skyward as if to catch snowflakes. Neatly trimmed evergreen bushes surround the statues. I do have you on a map. What do you do? Uh, 
Well, should we like uh, uh, look around for like a uh, trap or something? Detect yeah. magic. Where? In front of you? <laughs> in the courtyard in general? In the courtyard. Uh, you do detect magic. On the two statues. Well, how about uh, that? Uh, I keep it to myself. Chip will detect magic, and then uh, and then he'll narrow in his focus. What school is it from? Let me double check for you. And I'll roll a spellcraft check just to figure out what it is, too. Sure. Actually, I need a... Perception check instead. Ooh. Uh, well, do you want me to keep the roll that I had or roll again? If you would like to roll again, I will allow it. I wouldn't like to. I have a 21. Ah. You notice, <clears throat> looking at these statues and trying to focus on the magic, uh, that... In fact, they are not completely standing still. As you're looking at them, you notice like a muscle twitch or an eye blink. Um, everybody just keep walking like, uh, like we weren't stopping here anyway. And uh, we'll just right. go around not through that courtyard, we'll move to the left of the building, kind of out of sight of the courtyard. Okay. Are we still in our walk order or? Oh. I I was assuming we're back together at this point. Is this a single story building or a taller building? No, this building is actually over 70 feet tall. Okay. There are definitely multiple Floors. That's what I uh, would say is. Sorry, uh, what's the window situation like? Uh, there are a few windows on the sides of the building, not in the front and back, but if you walk around to take a look at them, you find them uh, boarded shut, shuttered. It looks like can't really see through. Mm. Well... Uh, well, uh, I feel like I've, I've got a bad idea. Oh, uh, oh okay. Yes. I usually yes. like those. Here we go. Well, uh, we can be prepared around the corner and perhaps these, uh, whatever is, whatever these things are that seem to be guarding the courtyard, they wouldn't necessarily expect some sort of creature or critter to go scope the place out and see what caused it. So uh, maybe if Miyuki went in there in fox form and ran around for a little bit, we could maybe see what they're capable of and perhaps open the door without setting off some sort of alarm. Mm. I'm not opposed to this idea. Well... All right, then. Be careful, Miyuki. 
I will. I'll just, you know, start talking at them if uh, they get dangerous and maybe startle them. <laughs> so, Jamie, Chip will be right here at the corner, out of sight of the... He'll be out of the way of whatever these things are, but he's kind of peeking around the corner. Uh, and so you're up against the building, right. peeking over the fence, like, in the courtyard. Which he can do. He's very tall. Okay. <laughs> Everyone else? And I'm going to stand right next to him, take out my uh, greatsword and yes. be at the ready. Yes. Can I, is there anyone that's around us or around the building that would be able to see us? Make a perception check. <laughs> There's just like people walking by. As I a- mean, as like a broadsword. Oh, that's a 19. 29. 29. Ooh. You see a couple of shops like a half a block away, but nobody seems to be on the street. You can't see into the shop windows from this far away. Okay. So you are not fully sure, but you think no one's in the street. Doesn't seem like there's anybody that could actively be watching you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Then I will kind of just come over here to the corner and try kind of like look around the corner and just kind of like put a paw into the courtyard (laughs) before I step all the way in. Just reaching over yeah. the little fence of bones yes. with your paw. Yes. Nothing happens. Okay, then I'm going to... Can I, like, push on the bones or Sure, you, can, you find a, a gate. You find a gate there in the center. Okay. Uh, in fact, Miyuki, do you want to roll a knowledge nobility check? Yes. I <laughs> do. That sounds great. <laughs> Okay, that's a 13. 13. These are really beautifully made statues. Whoever these women were, if they were real people, must have been very high up in a social status. Huh, okay. Uh, Yeah, so I will try to go through this gate very cautiously. You open the gate... Okay. And step into the courtyard. Oh, boy. Nothing happens. Oh, boy. So uh, I'm definitely trying to act like I'm just, you know, like looking for dinner uh, as a fox. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, I'll kind of go over and maybe sniff this bush, uh, see if anything happens. (laughs) Nothing happening. And then maybe go over to this statue and just kind of, you know, paw at it a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing happens. Can I, I? I don't know that this is necessarily, but like sniff the statue to see if it smells like a statue? Sure, yeah. You take a good whiff of this statue. And it smells like marble. Okay. Okay. Okay, as long as it doesn't smell like a person. Uh, no, it does not smell like a person. Does it, Getting closer to it, does it look like it's... Can I see it moving? Roll a perception check. Okay. I'm so freaked out for you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you're uh, the 21. one that told her to go in. 21. You, you start to see what Chip said he saw. This small, like, twitch of a finger, an eyelash flutter. But other than that, they are standing perfectly still like a statue. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, then I want to go around the statue this way. Not walk between them, but go Mm -hmm. around it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, You can take that route that I see behind the statue to the outside of the courtyard. uh But you're going to need to stop in that corner. Uh where the building kind of comes to a a, a curve there, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, we'll count this as a surprise round. Why not? (gasps) (gasps) Does an 18 hit your AC? No, (laughs) ha-ha! As the statue you are next to takes a long sword at its side and swings it at you, <gasps> everybody can roll initiative. Oh, boy. Oh, it would hit me flat-footed. It would. Then it does hit you. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, man. Ouchies. Okay. I'm sorry, That's going to be 12 points <laughs> okay. of damage oh, from this my. sword in this statue's hands. Wow. What are those initiatives? 19. Ooh, 19 as 19. well. Who has the higher modifier? Probably the goes first. I have oh. a one. I have a two. Three for Miyuki. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, 18 for Astrid. 18. All right. Skeslin? 30, 20. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, they got a surprise round. And their first in initiative order. These statues start to move. No. Uh, And actually, before they start to move, I'll give you a good look at what a statue like this might look like. It definitely looks like a statue of a a marble statue of a woman. like this image has the hands on a long sword, but these two had the long sword leaned up against them with their arms above them, like catching snowflakes. Uh, but it's a very tall statue of a beautiful woman. Hmm. Yikes. Major yikes. But now they're going to try to destroy you. Oh. So. The statue in the east part of the courtyard moves up just a touch to the gate that you came through, Miyuki, and the other one's going to take another swing at you because you're right there. Uh, But it's a natural one. Yes. Let me see. It's themselves in the face. No, they actually catch the uh, sword on the side of the building as it bounces off the building and misses you. We will move on to Skeslin. Skeslin, you hear like a whoosh, and then hear stone moving? What do you do? Oh, hey, Chip, you're right. This was a terrible idea. Yep. And then I will move to get a better vantage point into the courtyard so that I can see probably that that statue that's uh, put itself right up against the gate. 
And I'll fire a beam of horrible frost at it. Absolutely. So, uh, probably, ooh, that's actually pretty bad. Um, 10 against touch AC. Does this have spell resistance? Uh, that is a great question. I believe it's a spell-like ability, so yes. So yes, it yes. does. You see, you aim this ray of frost at the statue and it just like pings off of the stone and does nothing to it. Oh, I... Did you want me to roll against the spell resistance? You don't need to. Oh, okay. Well, this is a fun game, everyone. I'm sorry, what? Skeslin, you moved and you fired off a ray of frost, right? That's we'll move on to Soraya. I'm going to uh, move up to where Skeslin is. And uh, once I can actually see these statues, um, would Soraya know anything else besides the fact that they're dressed like they're noble and, and high up in society? Do you have knowledge nobility or knowledge arcana? <sighs> nope, I got local. You have no idea what's happening. Okay. Uh, well, I just saw Skeslin tried to um, hit it with a ray of frost, so I'm going to cast a firebolt. All righty. Uh, that's going to be a six to hit. Six does not hit. Yikes. Uh, and then she's just going to kind of look at Skeslin. Everyone seems a little confused. Chip, are you going to come to the rescue? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you say that thing was leaned up against the fence so that I can't get in? Or No, it is standing in front of the gate. All right. So you can get in. It okay. would, I mean, you would be right. You could move through this creature's square or in an adjacent square uh, if you go through the gate. No, Chip is just going to run up to it. It would provoke an attack of opportunity if because I'm I'm moving up to the front of the gate, really juxtaposing myself in betwixt it and Soraya. Um, well, I rolled a 19 on the die, which is a critical threat. Bring it on. Uh, so I'll roll again. Let's see. Would a 21 hit? Yep, 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 yep. So this thing, this statue takes its longsword and just swings like at your shoulder. I just threw my D8 across the room. Oh my God. Where's my next D8? My backup D8. What's happening? And you end up taking 18 points of Yikes. damage from this longsword. That's very painful, but uh, I'm all grapple it. You're going to grapple it. All right. I'm going I'm to do a little grappling. <laughs> grappling. All right, all right, all right. I'm just going to... Pretty damn grappling. Grappling, grappling. All right. Here we go. 19 on the die. That's a 27 to grapple. You hug this statue like you have never hugged anything in your life. Don't worry, Astrid. Now you can make a clean jump in there. Go save Miyuki. In fact, it is Astrid's turn. Astrid, what do yes. you do? <clears throat> I'm going to do just that. 
I'm gonna get... Oh! And then from there I can... Oh! 30 feet, baby! <laughs> to right here. I'm gonna take a swing at them. All right, take a swing. <laughs> and okay. you're in, you've, you've moved yourself within a flanking I'm... position of Miyuki. Yes. Perfectly <gasps> in between both statues. Ooh. Ooh. It's true, you are lined up in between the statues in a flanking position across from Miyuki. Oh, you're saying that. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna furious focus power attack this sucker. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, that would be a 21. 21 to hit. You hit. Oh. I hit? You do? Okay. Oh, you've got a tone, Amy. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Six. 15, 16 points. 16. Did I do anything? Tell me, what weapon do you have out? I have out my greatsword. Your greatsword. That's a two-handed weapon, correct? Tis. And magical. And magical. Very interesting. Very interesting. I just need to find a few dice. Give me a second. Oh, guys, she's going to take away my greatsword. I knew it. Oh, no. She's gonna yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> Your great sword, as you swing and you catch this statue with it, it like dents into one side. You see a chunk of the statue comes off, but your sword is currently broken. Yikes. You take a negative two on all attacks and damages. You can only crit on a 20. And if I'm correct, it's a two-handed blade. It has a hardness of 10 and 10 hit points. It has five hit points left. <gasps> or now, it is Jamie, destroyed. That does not include its magical properties, I believe. <clears throat> Whenever a character strikes with a weapon, magical or non-magical, it takes so many points of damage. Right, but the hardness is increased because it is a magic. How much is it increased? Find it for me. Okay. Oh boy. I will let it go back, but just be aware that oh, is a boy. very real possibility. Miyuki, oh, you are trapped in a corner. Ah. What do you want to do? I would like to wait. I'm right by that. If I were to cast here, I would take an attack of opportunity. Is that right? Yes, you could cast defensively. And I think that takes uh, a spell ca a spellcaster. Uh, what, uh, what is that? Concentration check. Concentration check. Thank you. Yeah. Because uh, what I was thinking of casting is blur and just blur myself. So at least I'm a little harder to hit. Uh, so I would cast that and then make a concentration check if I wanted to. So you have to make a concentration check first. And first. if you pass your check then you succeed on the spell. If you fail the check, then you lose the spell. Uh, that's all there is. Okay. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, uh, you know, actually, I think I'd... I'm trying to... Uh, I'll try attacking this round instead. I'll try to attack it and, and just, you know, shove this sword right through its eyeballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -mm -mm. I feel like this, this will go uh, well. I'm gonna do that. Okay. To the death. Oh, 
Uh, 12? <laughs> 12 does not hit. Okay. So, Jamie, uh, yes. it does It does add, every plus one adds two to the hardness of, okay. and then 10 to the item's hit points. Okay. So her greatsword has a hardness of 12 and 20 hit points. So currently it is at 17 hit points. Oh no. And broken. And Ben, it I know you're gonna has... come at me because it dealt 15 damage. Okay. Hardness of 12, three points into the hit points. And I know you're yep. gonna come at me and say, no, Jamie, it doesn't take the broken condition until it has half of its hits point left. That's what I was gonna say. It doesn't matter. It is broken. Yikes. I, I'll put it away. Okay. Oh my. We move on. It's my turn again. Oh boy. Oh no. And, uh, you know, Miyuki missed, Astrid hit. The statue between the two of you is going to turn around to Astrid and take a swing with its long sword. <laughs> That's going to be a 21 to hit you, Astrid. Yep. You're going to take 12 points of damage. Okay. Oh boy, but the one in Chip's arms. Yeah. What do I want to do with it? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I'll make a strength check to break out of this grapple. Okay. How does that sound? Okay. Or could I make a CMB to get out? Yeah. That's okay, exactly make, what you would do. Yeah. I'll make a CMB to get out. Why not? That's a natural 20, 27. Okay. Uh, that was your standard action. Standard action. And the statue stays put. Okay. Skeslin, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I guess the first thing I got to do is make a knowledge arcana check. Yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah. To uh, figure out what is exactly happening here. And I will automatically succeed at doing so. Oh, good job. But here's the tricky thing about the auto-succeed, Jim. If you remember, you succeed at the lowest level, so all you get is the name. You're facing two caryatid columns. What do you want to do with that information? Well, a couple of things. A couple of things are occurring to me. See, you thought I was going to look up what caryatid columns were, but I didn't. I looked up what knowledge checks do. And I will say that the rules say that a successful knowledge check gives you a piece of useful information. I would think that beyond its name. However, I don't want your information, Jamie, because I view these creatures now as a personal affront to me, as a challenge. <laughs> I view the chats constantly saying that we're going to die. It's like, no. So now, now I'm going to destroy these creatures. I'm going to beat them. And I don't want your piece of useful information to do it. I mean, I was uh, going to say I was wrong and give it to you, but I mean, okay. Spike words. Wow. If you do want a piece of information, you can have it, Jim. Uh, it's okay. I know the things that I, I the things that I really need to know are that one, magic can't touch it. So I look for Sereya. I look over to Sereya first, and I tell her exactly that. Magic can't touch it. So if you've got alchemist fire or any of the other vials of alchemical substances that we've been you that we've given you, that's what you want to turn to. Chip, 
keep yeah. this thing locked down. Don't let it move. Uh, don't worry about trying to hurt it because you probably can't. Astrid, keep your sword safe. Focus only on defense and keep yourself safe. Oh, uh, Miyuki, you've got to get out of there. Just don't be in that corner. It's probably the worst possible place you could be. Figure uh, out a way to get out of there real quick. Okay. And at that point, I will pull out a... Uh, I will step into the courtyard. Uh, would you call the gate, like climbing over the gate, difficult terrain? Or how we, how do you want to handle getting over the, the gate that is directly in front of me? Uh, the fence there, yeah, let's count that as uh, one space of difficult terrain. So okay. getting into that space counts as two. No problem. Easily done with a move action. Uh, so I hop over the, the gate so that I'm standing in the courtyard and I will spit at the creature that is between Miyuki and Astrid. And nice. for those of you wondering, does that spell allow for spell resistance? It absolutely does not. So I'm going to need you to roll a reflex save. Wow, look yeah. at you. Jamie. <laughs> reflex yeah. save is 17. That is a failure. Ah! So we're stuck in place. Minus two to attack rolls and minus four penalty to dexterity. Wow. Think about that, Jamie. I will. I will. As we move on to Soraya's turn. Soraya Skeslin just said, magic doesn't hurt it. What do you do with that? Uh, fumbles through her pack to look for anything that might work. And she just kind of like pulls out this potion and goes, eh? and um, can you throw potions? Like- Wait, what are you What are you trying to throw? What, what, what is it? I have a potion of air geyser. Don't. Um, <laughs> I- Yes. Very specific. No, I didn't What? <laughs> I didn't say to do anything of the sort. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but I have it, and 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 um um. So potions you have to drink, and then you are capable of doing that thing. Uh, what? You, mm. So I don't I would think have also that a potion of air geyser is mm -hmm. possible. Like I don't think you can have a potion of air geyser. I don't know where you got um, that. Why don't you go and ask PC Jen? Because they gave me one. Okay. Or maybe it's an oil of. Hold on. No, it's a potion. I mean, uh, while we're looking this up, is there anything else that you could do, would like to do? Uh. <laughs> would you like to hold while you fumble through your bag and look for things? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna say Soraya holds. I want to recall last episode after we got done and Katie was like, hey, why don't we give these, uh, these al this alchemist fire and this flask of liquid ice to Miyuki because I'm never going to use them. <laughs> I did! I did! I don't have anything. <laughs> but I bought a potion of air geyser from PC Gen and I don't have PC Gen on this computer so I can't look. You, you could just call it a scroll of air geyser because po okay. like you the potion of air geyser literally just would not function. Yeah, it wouldn't, doesn't it doesn't yeah. wouldn't do anything. So we'll like, call it. It has yeah, to be we'll a say scroll. Scroll. Sure. Okay. Uh, if you would like to fumble to find the scroll and draw the scroll, 
You can't. Do they have to, can, do scrolls work like potions with um, spell resistance though? Yes. Okay. So I would like to do that then. Okay, so you pull out this scroll. You have to fumble for it and then draw it. So you won't be able to use it this turn, but next turn you can use it. Perfect. Chip. Oh yeah. Laughing, what do you do? Grappling, grappling away. Grapple mania. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that is not gonna do it. Uh, At least I think so, that's a 12. No. I rolled a four. So, uh, but he will stand steadfastly right here. Right right in front of it, making sure it doesn't hit Soraya. Um, that's where he wants to be. Right across the gate from this giant statue. It's not giant. It's a medium creature, but still. Uh, Adamantite Adventurer has given the auto-succeed from the bit boss to Megan. Oh, yeah! Thank you. I think we're getting pretty close to our Miyuki meter. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I know we needed six. I don't know what number we're up to right now, but we're close. I think that might be four. Four, right? Yeah. All right. Astrid, it is your turn. <sighs> I think Astrid would like to run up behind this statue climb up the statue and cover its eyes and say, come at me. Okay, first off, you're standing directly next to the statue. Yes. So do you want to climb it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, let's call this a CMB check. Okay. Playing with Candace is always just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> you attempt to like what I imagine is you're attempting to like jump on its back and yep. like kind of grapple from behind around its eyes. I yeah, get it. Incredible. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Okay. Here we go. Ooh. Uh, uh, uh where am I? CMB? Yes. So D twenty uh, plus so, your CMB. So that would be a twenty-two. And you just see Astrid, like, swallow this thing and cover its eyes. Swallow by, like, jumping on it, swallowing it with her body. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. And try to cover its eyes. Um, You're up there. You technically have this statue grappled. Yay! Uh, And then I'm going (laughs) to yell, Miyuki, move! Uh, Miyuki, it is your turn. Jim's over there like, it was already stuck in place. Uh, uh, So in this instance of the statue being grappled, if I move away from it, does it still get an attack of opportunity? It could take an attack of opportunity. It doesn't mean it's going to... Not when it's grappled. It can't? Nope, no attack of opportunity when it's grappled. No, it can't then. I hate <laughs> grappling. Hi. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna run away from it. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, over here. Uh, oh man, is this a good idea? Uh, uh, crap. Why do you have to? Okay, I'm gonna go over here 
So eventually I can run past it without it attacking me. So you're going to the kind of the open space in the courtyard. Oh, I guess. I'm going to the open space in the courtyard. Yes, thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is there anything else you'd like to do that was 30 feet? So you can still do a standard, you can you still have a standard action. Yeah, um, I feel like this is a good time Let's see. Um, uh, I, I, I will. I will um, uh, inspire some courage. And uh, I didn't have a chance to uh, write anything yet. So let's see how I can do this on the fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time to fight. These statues have a lot of might. Get in there and tear them down. It's time. Don't be a clown. Inspired. <laughs> you are all inspired. Question for you, Miyuki. So does your inspire courage still only do plus one? Or are you to the level that it does plus two? Ah, uh, that's what I five might actually be that level. Uh, yes, at fifth level, uh, it increases by one, so it should be plus two now. So yes. everybody's <laughs> more inspired. Amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> we move on to my turn. Uh, the statue that Candace or that Astrid has grappled is going to attempt to get out of the grappled because this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is going to be a 15 against your CMD. No. Now, what? Jamie, like, does are you taking the dex penalties from uh, from, you know, it also not being able to move from being covered in goop? Yes, Ben, I right. am. All right, good. But thank you for checking. Uh, and the other statue that's directly in front of Chip at the gate, you don't have it uh, grappled currently, so it's nope. going to take a swing at you, Chip. All right. Oh my goodness, why am I throwing dice tonight? <laughs> Too excited. Too I really excited. am. That's a 19 on the die. Oh. Let's see if I confirm. All right. That's going to be a 22 to confirm. Yeah, that's a confirmation. Whoo, buddy. Darn, minimum damage, total of 10. All right. All right, uh, really glad I used those mercies. Wish I had some more. <laughs> Skeslin, what are you doing? I'm like, I feel like Skeslin gives this rousing speech and then leaps into the courtyard, casts one of the only spells that can affect these creatures, and then Chip fumbles trying, like just starts grabbing at this statue and completely messes it up. Astrid starts trying to play peekaboo with the one in front of her. And he looks over and he sees Soraya digging through her pack and pulls out a scroll and is like, uh? Like, just one time, just one, one time. Okay, Soraya, the scroll is magic, so you can't, it's not gonna work. And I'll just hold out the vial of Alchemist <laughs> Fire in my hand. I'll say, you come and grab this out of my hand and throw it at the statue that Chip is trying to grab. <coughs> and then I will spit at the statue that Chip is trying to grab. Okie dokie. I need another reflex save. Too funny. 
Wow. And mm-hmm. in a grapple, I take a minus two on this, correct? But you're not grappled. You're not right currently now. grappled. I'm not grappled. That's right. That is a total of 19. 19 saves. Uh, so you're not stuck in place. However, you still have all the other penalties, and you can only move at half speed. Nice. Oh, boy. All righty. Grapple it. So, uh, very excited about that. It. That's it for me. Soraya, what do you do? Oh, uh, you're muted. Can't hear you. You're muted. I'm going to move to Skeslin, and I'm going to take the vial from his hands, <laughs> and I'm going to throw it uh, at the statue that is right next to Chip. <laughs> All right. You, I don't know what the vial is. You try to lob this vial at this statue. Roll a ranged attack. Ooh, I'm good at those. Don't forget your plus two from Yuki. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, might not be so good at those. Um, you have to hit a five. You're hitting a square. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I He's will. trying to hit the creature. Oh, boy. It's the creature, but it's a touch attack. And it's ranged. You should be decent at ranged. Oh, boy. And you get a plus two from Yuki. I rolled a two. Mm. Plus What's the total? Five. Plus two, nine is a hit. Ah! <laughs> okay, so what is she? What is she throwing? That's an alchemist fire. Okay, okay. Gonna okay. take so some splash damage. It's gonna deal one d six points of fire damage, Soraya. Yeah, great. Plus anything or no? Uh, plus two because the Muki is inspire. You get a plus two on Seven. all damage. Seven. Seven points of fire damage. Points. And that statue will continue to burn until your next round, where it will take another 1d6 points of fire damage. Nice. Soraya, you roll a perception check. Because you're not really used to these alchemist fires. Uh-uh. Uh, 18. 18. A, you notice that Chip takes a little <laughs> bit of a little burny burn from that. Um, But that's okay, because you hit the statue, and as you're watching this statue burn a little, you notice that it's, maybe it's because it's stone, but it doesn't seem to be doing as much as you think it is. Oh my goodness. Um, If it has resistance to fire, that would work, but if it's DR, this is energy damage, which would cut through Cut through. Ah. Well, it does enough damage then. It's fine. Don't Ah. worry about it. Hooray! Gotta have something here. There's gotta be something that affects it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we move on. He's just out to kill us all. Yeah. Chip, Chip, Uh, what are you doing? Chip's very angry, and now this thing's a little stickier in front of him. It's on fire, but he's gonna reach around the fiery parts uh, and grab it in not the fiery bits. Uh, (laughs) And grab it with a grapple. That's a 22. I have never, like, imagining a log on fire, I would never walk up to it and give it a hug. Mm. But you certainly are, and you do. You grapple this statue. That's right, because Chip ain't afraid of a little fire. I got it. Don't worry, I got it this time. (laughs) Thank you for adding the sticky parts. They actually helped me get a little grip to it. The fire is not quite as helpful, but I'm working my way around it. (laughs) 
Astrid, you have the other statue across the, the courtyard uh, in a little bit of a, a, a grapple yourself. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with this? Uh, well, uh, I'm going to... So, I, so I'm on the back of this thing like a piggyback ride and I've got my hands over its eyes and I'm going to scream at them, at the group, I don't know what else to do! <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to, is there any way for me to sit on its shoulders and keep a weapon out? Oh my goodness, Candace. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Candace, here's what I'll say. Okay. I'm going to need a climb check. Well, first, she's got to roll to maintain the grapple. Sure. Let's maintain the grapple, then a climb check to make it up on the shoulders. Okay. And then if you get that far, you can draw a weapon, but that's the end of the turn. That's the end of the turn. You get got a it. plus You get a plus five to your, uh, to your CM, CMB right now. A plus five to the CMB. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we're in the 30s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now a climb check, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, please don't fail me now. Oh. <laughs> I got a one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like... You're like, yes, I'm gonna do this. Climb up on this thing. And you, you kind of like wrap your arms around it, forgetting mm-hmm. that it's fairly smooth marble and you just right. slide down to the bottom. You're still grappling it just around <laughs> its legs. <laughs> oh, um, so pathetic. <laughs> oh, oh. And you know what's so sad is that Scott Denuso just gave the Bitbox Battle Boss to Astrid and I'm pretty sure with a climb check, he could have auto succeeded. Oh, no. Oh, oh. God, I promise you that if I <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you, son. Miyuki, you uh, made it out of there. Yeah. Out of that crazy corner. Started inspiring courage. What do you want to do now? Uh, I would like to come right here and try and stab this statue in the eyeballs. Ooh, so you're flanking technically with Chip. Mm-hmm. at this statue at the gate. All right, let's take a little stabby stab. Yeah, now, Chip, do you have out uh, a melee weapon? I've always got my spiked gauntlet on, ready to punch whenever So you do get the plus two for flanking. Oh, sweet. I would also like to use my two edges. So let's see, that will be the right page. Uh, plus, so... Uh, uh, 13. <laughs> oh. Don't forget, Jamie, you've got a minus four to your dexterity. Ooh, 14, 15. Um, so just remember Oh, that. yeah. 15, 15, I, I, I forgot my own bonus. You hit. Yes! yes! Yeah! Roll me damage. Uh, Get it. Right. Mm, okay. Don't break your sword. It, what are you using? My masterwork cold iron longsword. Okay. Uh, that is, thinking of this right, it is 12, 12 whole damage. Now, a longsword is a one-handed blade, 
Uh, it's either, I believe. Okay. How are you wielding it? Both hands. Both hands. Um, does masterwork affect the hardness, Ben? Uh, no, it does not. Oh. Well, you hear your sword like clang into this stone and a little bit chunks away, but your sword seems okay. Okay, good. <laughs> we move on to the best turn. My column's best turn. Slim. Oh, okay. Um, Astrid, I'm going to try to get out of this grapple. This column tries to shake you, does a little jig. Um, That is a dirty 20 to break out of your grapple. That's a 20. That's the CMD. All right. So it breaks free, shakes you off of its ankle. And let's see. I'm being flanked by Miyuki and Chip with my other column. And you grappled. By you. Correct? Yep. So I'm going to break out of that one, too, because y'all are awful. That's a 22. Yeah, that breaks out as well. Well, now I'm free of grapples, but I can't do anything else. We're just going to grapple you again. So it is Geslin's turn. The tactician. Okay. So I see Miyuki just, like, slam her blade into this creature, like, oh, no, Miyuki, that's, you're gonna break your, your sword. Uh, just, don't you have any? I, I pull out another alchemist fire, like, don't you have any of these? I know we had all, we, who did we give these to? Somebody has to have them that's not me. <laughs> uh, and I will actually... I will draw... Make sure I've got how many did I have before? I gave one. So I have one left. So I'll grab the one that I've got and just uh I'll draw the one that I've got. And then for my standard action, I will activate my robes by pulling, yanking uh, a patch that is three vials of alchemist fire in a patch and I'll just rip it off the robe and hold these in my hand and I'll just have my hands full of alchemist fire and I'll, hand, I'll just like motion over to Saray like hey alright just keep going this is all we got that's uh, moving a standard so amazing Saraya, what do you do Ernest Gesslin what do you want me to do I don't have anything else I know so take these and throw it ah uh- and but I'll, first, I'll, roll your 1d6 points of extra fire damage because okay. it's still on fire. Uh, oh boy. One point plus two, three. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, and then I'll, I'll grab from Skesslin. I don't have to move because I'm right next to him. And I'll throw it. At the same one that's in between Chip and Miyuki. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. Make that ranged touch attack. Yep. Please be better than a two. It is! Okay, so that's going to be 17. You hit. Roll me damage. And Miyuki and Chip, that is one point of damage. Seven. Seven. Sorry, sorry, six, six, six. Six. Awesome. Would you like to do anything else? You can still move? Well, no, you got the Alchemist Fire from Skeslin. Yep. And then through. Okay. Chip. 
Chip will look over at, at the party as they we're just scrambling about in sticky goo and fire all <laughs> over the place. And he'll go, you want to know what's, what's funny about all of this? I bet you those doors are unlocked and we could just go right in. Ah! And he tries to grapple the column again. Oh my goodness. That's a natural 20. So, oh! yeah, correct <laughs> Cool. Well, Astrid, sitting on the ground, and this statue has just shaken you off. What do you do? Uh, Astrid looks across the courtyard and sees that Chip has grappled. She instantly feels enraged that she was shaken off and also inspired by her friend. She attempts the grapple once more. We're just a couple of grappling buddies. We're just grappling. All right, roll me that CMB. Uh, (laughs) Rules and all, but I don't. Does Astrid have improved grapple? Yeah. No. 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 Because then it would provoke an attack of opportunity every time she tries. Are you trying to take me out? I'm not, but it's just, it is (laughs) technically the way the game works. Astrid, you're not as trained as I am. I'm inspired. (laughs) (laughs) So am I, because I rolled a 19 on the die. Oh my goodness. Firm real quick. That is a 23 total. Dang. I assume that confirms, yeah? Yes. Alrighty. Astrid, you go to grapple, but this sword comes in and meets you, you're going to take 14 points of damage. Okay. Well, that'll learn me. Did you make that CMB check? It was a 20. You grapple. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you've now, you're still sitting on the ground, but you've got it grappled. (laughs) That ankle. I got that ankle. That ankle, man. (laughs) Miyuki, what are you going to do? Oh boy, Uh, I mean, here I'm flanking. Okay, I also have a flask of alchemist fire, and since I've seen how it works, then I shall also throw it. Can uh, can I like, so I'm, uh, the way that I'm standing, Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm facing the statue, if I took my right hand and tried to throw it this way, so I'm throwing it away from everybody, Hopefully missing as many people as possible, except for the statue. Which statue? The one near the gate. So the one you're directly in front of? Yes. No, Miyuki, you should move back and throw that thing. Don't worry, I've got it. There's no way you can't, you you can't avoid the splash damage, unfortunately, but it's just, just I'm I'm counting on Chip to be able to just make it better when this is over. Yeah, Yeah, everybody, if you take a five foot step back and you hit the statue, it's only Chip taking one point of damage and you'd be okay with everybody else. Okay, I do this thing. All right, doing the thing. Let's get uh, a ranged attack roll, please. Ranged attack roll. If I'd have known this was gonna happen, I'd have cast Fire Belly on myself and then I would be taking no damage. I rolled <laughs> a 10, so. You hit! Oh, yay! (laughs) 1d6 fire damage. (sighs) 
three. Three whole damage. Did you add your plus two? Nope. Five. Five whole there damage. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then remember, next round it will also do damage on your turn. Neat. It's my turn again. <laughs> and I'm Am I still double grappled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I can't No, no. I can still attack with a sword while I'm grappled. I just take a penalty. Yes. Wait, yes, you do. Jamie, uh, we got a donation from Kitsu, $35 and Uno for Jim. Ooh. Uno. Those are so much fun. Man, what did you do with my Uno cards? Let Uh-oh. me get the Uno cards, you guys. I, I haven't been in that room in like forever. I haven't been GMing in like three weeks. So I <laughs> would say nothing. Oh, this is exciting. Okay, well, so this is where we become the GMs, and all yes. of a sudden, the statues just disappear out of thin air, and they're gone. Oh, really? Wow! No, 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 no. Let's open the doors. What? Oh, hey, Jamie. You guys know you can't just kill characters like that, right? We didn't. I still they have they disappeared. Stuff. They disappeared. They didn't die. Oh, that's funny. Don't they don't have that ability. Um, it was a portal that opened up underneath them, and they just whoop, gone. Oh, 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 oh okay. It's incredible. Yeah. Okay, I have Uno cards now, but first, I need to attack things. Okay. I'm going to take a swing at Astrid and Chip, because I'm tired of these grapples, and I know I'm taking a negative four on all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is not going to hit Astrid. Chip. (laughs) Okay, wait. 21. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, still did it. You're going to take eight points of damage. All right. And I'm still double grappled. But we're going to move on to Skeslin's turn. And Jim, would you like the card off the top or would well, you like me to hold them up? Before you do that, Jamie, I believe that the one right in front of me must take 2d6 worth of damage plus two. Why? Because Soraya hit it, right? And Or is that on their next round? It, it, we've just been resolving that on their turn. Okay. So you can continue to do that. Jim, would you like uh, the top one? Or oh, you yeah, to right off the top. I don't know what all this weird drawing that you guys like to do is. Let's draw from the top. <laughs> oh, no. I can't I see, see it. The, the, the glare. Tried. Two glare. Plus two. Plus two. Extra action. Ooh. Extra actions. Extra actions for Skesslin. Oh, oh goodness. I got to make this. This has to be uh, the best oh. action that there's ever been. It's really just going to be this, the only actions that I can take. <laughs> um, so I'll look over at Sri and I'm like, hey, listen, I don't know much about druid magic, but I think that possibly sometimes can't you like call on like creatures like like animals or like have friends come and 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 fight with you no oh i do have some magical bird seed though and then all these birds will come out of nowhere well but that is exactly one of the things that i'm talking about that would probably work uh most of the time that that's a good way of uh, dealing with with things but that's up to you if you want to do that or not otherwise just keep throwing these flasks uh, and to prove my point, I will actually throw one of the flax I am holding right at the creature that has been just under constant assault this entire time. 
the one directly in front of us. Here we go. The one that Chip has. The one that Chip's got grappled up. Uh, It's not great, but thankfully these things are very slow. Uh, That is against a touch AC of nine. That hits. All right. That is going to deal six points of fire damage at the moment. Uh, And then I have an extra, and one point to Chip, unfortunately. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep. I wish that there was a way, I wish that there was anything else I could do, but man, magic immunity is just brutal. So we can say thank you to Mercs of Mischief for raiding. Thank you for the raid. Everyone, welcome. We are the Dat Network and we're playing uh, Reign of Winter right now on Crits and Giggles. Jim, did I give you enough time to figure something out? Uh, You give me enough time to just throw another alchemist fire. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw another one. Uh, But this time I'm actually going to throw it at the one that um, Astrid has. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. And that is going to be a natural 20. Right cool. between the eyes, smash this thing right in its dumb face. Cool. <laughs> now, Jim, you will get to double this, but Astrid, you're also going to take two points of damage. It's all right. It's all right. No, it's fine. Uh, it's only eight points of fire damage. It's very unimpressive overall. <gasps> but very little damage had been done to the one that Astrid had been grappling. So, yeah. I mean, it was better than nothing. It was better than nothing. I have one more alchemist fire in my hands. And it is Soraya's turn. I'm going to turn to Skeslin. Oh, wait. uh, Actually, how are these uh, uh, columns or statues looking? Roll a perception check. I can't believe we're 70 subs away from 400. Ah! 18 on that perception check? Yes. Uh, the one that Astrid has grappled looks like it still has a bit of fight left in it, but the one that you've kind of been ganging up on that Chip has been grappling does not look good. You see, like, sections of stone have flown off of it and have been, like, eaten away by this alchemist fire. And it really doesn't look good as it burns for another 1d6 points of damage. That is true. Do I get to do that twice or just once? Uh, the, the first one is from your previous alchemist fire. I rolled max damage, though, so that's going to be eight plus Miyuki's inspiration. And that one just, like, stops moving. Oh, it thank goodness. I'm melts almost... away from this alchemist fire. There is one statue left moving. So I'm going to turn to Skessa and I'm going to be like... I, 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 I don't, I, I can't do that. Um, uh, at least not today. I'm sorry. I don't, um, oh wait, um, I don't, I can't do that today. Cause you remember she's supposed to be disguised. <laughs> um, and, uh, but she's really panicking on the inside and then that's all she's going to, she's just going to hold her action. Cause she doesn't Holding know what to do. The action chip. Chip. The uh, statue like crumples in your arms. You haven't you haven't seen it yet, but Chip looks like really close to death. He said, "Well, uh, I'm glad we took care of it, but you guys peppered me with quite a bit of fire there. <laughs> I'm gonna go help us heal a little bit." Uh, and he'll go around the. Oh, he can't do that. 
He's what are you pull. trying to do? Well, I, if I, I, if I, uh, if he channels, he'll he'll heal up the the column uh, that we just did. Oh, so uh, no. he'll pull out the wand of cure light wounds from the bag and ping himself once. All right, giving yourself a little tappity tap. Uh, we'll move on to Astrid. You know, I think it's time. Astrid thought out the wave. Maybe just for a, a secky poo. Uh, secky poo. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, I think I, I think I'd like to get Astrid to the doors. Okay. Uh, to check if they are open. Sure. Is this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so she's gonna move, run, sprint from the west to the north door there and try to open it. You can try that next time, but remember you had to stand up. <gasps> That's right. Rude. So you stand, stand, stand standing up. Door. Does nope, standing totally up right. invoke an attack of opportunity? Technically, I think it does. Rude! Katie turns the rules and she's like, ah, I know what an attack of opportunity does. I'm trying to learn by other people's l- learning. No, nope, Natural mistake. 20. That's fine. Oh, worry. Astrid's yeah. about to learn. <laughs> All about attacks of opportunity. Let's see. That's you have be... crit five times. And I am so happy about it, too. 18 points of damage. <gasps> okay. Okay. But you're at the door. You made it. Yay! We move on to Miyuki. Uh, I... I want to follow Astrid. So I'm going to uh, also run over here to the doors to try to get away from all of this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could, I suppose, before throw... This statue's still a problem? Yeah. It's still here. It's still there. Yeah, I have another uh, uh, flask of um, alchemist fire. I will throw that at it and then move over. You could also, just to let you know, you could throw that liquid ice and the acid. They both will do similar things. Okay, okay. I will, I'll uh, I'll, I'll throw the alchemist fire. Okie dokie. Neat. Um, That's... A uh, seven. Because it is stuck in place. Yeah. It hits. Ah. Yes. Okay. And that is uh, four damage. Four damage. Now that one got hit by Skeslin and just now you. So remind me, it's going to take more damage. So you run to this door in this courtyard and chuck another alchemist fire. It is now this statue's turn. This statue is currently stuck in place. Can I break out of this, Jim? Yep. Just make another strength. Just make a burst of strength check. Strength check. That is a 23. That'll do it. Cool. As it breaks out, it just needs to take a five-foot step. 
to take a swing at you, Skessa. That's, that's an awful that's lot of actions. Did you draw? Did you draw? Did you draw an Uno card? Yeah, wait, Jake. Wait. Breaking out of its full round. That's oh, a it's, it's absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, a standard action, anyway. It's a standard action. Oh, Jamie. You can move. I'm gonna move. You better believe I'm gonna move. And it prepares to swing at Skeslin. Skeslin, though, uh, you need to give me damage from your last alchemist fire. And then tell me what you want to do. That is five points of damage. All right. And Skeslin is looking at this thing, stepping right up to him. He doesn't like that. But he also sees his friends like, like, no, Astrid, why is she like, leaves an open path to him and he's like, oh wait, no, not the oh and then then Yuki flees to the door and he's like, Oh goodness, okay, well it's fine. I've got this. I'll take care of it. Take a five foot step away from this creature so that it's at least not starting. It has to do something to get to me. And I spit at it. You spit at it? Again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be another reflex save. It's an imp this time. Skesslin the super spitter. So I believe I'm stuck in place again. That sounds like it to me. Oh, boy. I'm very grateful for. Soraya, we are technically back to you. Would you like to do anything? Yeah, I'm going to move up with Astrid and, and, uh, and uh, Miyuki, which uh, the Miyuki meter has been unlocked. Oh, a great why? time. Maybe I could get some more ravenous bird seed or something. The only thing, thing I'm sorry. Go, go, go for it. The only thing I'm going to do is cast Cure Light Wounds on uh, Astrid because I could probably oh. see that she's probably bleeding from every orifice she has. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my. Wow, 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 wow. That's gonna be, do, do I also get a pl- to add a plus two to this for, from Miyuki? No. No. Ah, uh, bummer. Oh, that's 10 you get back. Oh, thank you so much. You can, however, make a perception check. What is that? Uh, 26. 26. You can't get to it right now, but you see there are two off-white Stones about the size of baseballs uh, kind of peeking out of this bush just to your right. Off-white stones? Mm-hmm. Would I be able to interpret that in a nature sense? In a sense that they're marked with M.M.? Yeah. Yeah, oh. they're marked with an M.M. Great. Copy that. I can't move anymore, so. But you know where they are. I know where they are. Astrid, you are at the door. You stood up, you got there. It's Chip's turn. Chip, uh, it's your turn. <laughs> what do you want to do? I, I was just saying the door's probably open, not that we should go open it. Ah! Uh, <laughs> and he doesn't want Skeslin to get hurt in any way. So he's going to charge on up to this thing, and he is going to grapple the immo- the non-moving column. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
18. Yeah. All yeah, right, you so grapple it. I got it. I got it, Skesson. Now do whatever you have to. Now, Astrid, you stood up. You're at the door. What do you want to do? Uh, I turn to uh, Miyuki and uh, and uh, Surya, and I say, "I'm gonna see if this door will open." What do you think? Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. Try yeah. to open the door. But do it. Do it quietly. Don't let anyone hear you or see you. Yeah, because we're not fighting over here or nothing. Shh. And I try to open the door. Are you trying to do it stealthily? Yes. <laughs> Roll a stealth check. As okay. battle as battle rages on behind her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a oh oh an eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. You put your hand on the handle. And it is unlocked. <gasps> I totally knew it was unlocked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we could have avoided. Okay. That's as much as I want to do, except cry a little. Okay. <laughs> so you're not opening the door. You just uh, jiggle just the door wanna, handle. Yep. Yeah, just want to make sure it, it'll open for us. All righty then. Miyuki. Oh, boy. I mean,. I kind of wanted to open the door and see what was in there. Uh, <laughs> do it, do it, Miyuki. Yeah, I think that Miyuki will go, uh-huh, to Candace and just, uh, to Astrid and just open the door. <laughs> you open the door. Oh no, okay. Just to let you know what you see inside real quick, this room features hardwood floors free of dust and debris. Double doors stand to the east and west and a single door leads north. The low rumble of some great mechanism is clearly audible in the background, accompanied by a ratcheting sound at regular intervals. I mean, if I don't see any immediate danger in there, I'm gonna walk inside. Walk right on in. Yeah. All right then, then. Say it's it, the, it's good. The, the water's good. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, it's my turn again, and I'm tired of these grapples. I'm tired of all of it. So I'm gonna take a swing at Chip because you're yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know I'm taking a minus four. Yeah. And that's maybe not gonna hit you. No, it's not with a 12, huh? No, that won't do it. Darn. All right. Oh, wait, Miyuki, you threw an alchemist fire last round. Yeah. Roll me damage for the second round of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, five. Five damage. Oh, that acid is, the alchemist fire is eating away at this column. Skeslin. Standing ten feet away from this thing, what do you do? It's just watching everybody just leave the battle. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I mean, okay. Oh, don't worry, Chip. I've got your back. And I'll throw. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just reach into my bag and grab a flask of liquid ice and throw that at this creature. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, let's say, uh, 
That's the worst possible result that you can get on a die. You can't oh, get what no. I just did. Yeah. Hey, Jim, I need you to roll me oh, for no. tiles. Oh no. No, 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 no. You want to know what else is a no, 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 no? The fact that Jamie just got chosen by a bit boss by Adamantine Adventurer. Oh, Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. 72. That's one away from your favorite number. So it's got to be a good, it's close to being good. No, my favorite number was the bad one because it would have made me happy. What? Okay. Uh, you hit Chip. <gasps> Let's roll oh, some damage. Oh, Chip. Five points of cold damage. Of cold damage? Yep. Okay. Cold damage this time. Well, that is better. Uh, because he recently put on a frost-forged chain shirt. Which, uh, That's right. Allows him basically to have DR2 against cold. Ooh. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, Scott, but your, you your guy takes one point of damage. That's true. Do it. One point. Um, Skeslin, would you like to move anywhere? <laughs> um... Yeah, I would like to move. Um, just get away. I'll back away from Chip at that point. Like, oh, oh no. I didn't know <laughs> no. these creatures could spray ice. At, oh my goodness, that's terrible. Watch out for the ice, Chip, that they can. Yeah, but that hit me in the back of the head. Fine, I hit you in the back. There's have to be a, such a immediate <laughs> accident. Soraya, <laughs> what would you like to do? I'm going to run over to Skeslin and I'm going to be like, Skeslin, are you okay? What can I do? I don't know what to do because if I can't use my magic, then what am I supposed to do? I mean, we've been. Do, do you have any weapons that you really don't care about? Um. Um. She goes through her bag. She, she just holds up some bird seed. Uh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, no, uh, not not the bird seed. Not um, the bird seed. Uh, she pulls out a dagger and she doesn't know how to hold it, so it's like super weird and like murdery. I have okay, this. Um, do you do you have any magic that could help Chip or me? Um, no. Hmm. Okay. Then. <laughs> then. <laughs> And I, I can, also I don't know you. what you should do. Are you hurt? Are you hurt? I can yes! Oh, no. no! I can, I can, I can help you there. That, <laughs> yes, help Chip. He, somebody, somebody hit Chip in the back with a, with a... Uh, but what about you, It's very bad. Are you okay? Um, are you hurt? I go, it did splash a little bit on me, but luckily oh, it, oh, uh, I I'm, I know it's okay. Cause I'm immune oh, to that kind of like cold oh, doesn't oh, bother me. So I'm okay, but it was a little scary for a moment, but oh, luckily do you need a hug? I'm fine. Okay. Uh, um, maybe after. Oh, 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 you know okay. what? And we will call this a hold for Soraya <laughs> as she figures out what she's going to do. I'm going to guess your light wounds. Chip. Yeah. Uh, Chip is going to maintain his grapple <laughs> on this thing. Uh, so that's a dirty 20. Maintain. And um, so this time he's using, oh, actually it's a 22. He's using this style that you see him take his huge arms and they're just wiggling around into weird formations. And then he just starts to rip apart 
Um, so this is going to, this is- Did un- you learn this style in Seattle? This is Kraken style. Um, you didn't even get my joke. I know, cause the Seattle Kraken, I get it, all right. I understand. And you're also gonna <laughs> regain eight hit points. Oh, awesome. Uh, so he will, uh, he's just using his fists really to do this damage. Um, oh, I'm sorry, it's a D3 when he does that. Uh, so that is going to be, because all of a sudden it's like his, his, his wisdom like clicks in with his strength. Um, and so he does a total of 10 points of damage of just like tearing and ripping with this style. And you basically take this statue and as you're ripping, the head fully falls off of this statue and you defeat that column. Did everyone just see that? I I ripped off a statue's head. That was pretty good. Didn't see it. I'm in here. (laughs) Katie, did you say that was eight points? Correct. Oh boy. Okay, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I can do it again. Oh, Are you I, hot? No, I, I actually think I could help us out if we can all oh, get yes. to a place and uh, I'll, I'll channel some, some oh, healing yes. here. Miyuki's uh, inside. We can all go inside. Yeah, that'd probably be a good good place to be. Skeslin. Yeah. And she, she, Soraya just like wraps her arms around Skeslin. She's like, here's that hug you wanted. <laughs> okay. Uh, did, that's plenty. Did anybody pick up the stones? Oh, no. Did, do I see them, Jamie? Make a perception check. Uh, that would be a 13. You do. You notice these two, Ooh. like, baseball-sized rocks. And all the chips... Base of... Go ahead. All, all chips thinking about is baseball-sized rocks. Small size sling, it could probably work. Uh, and so he'll go and, and pick up the rocks, detect magic. They are magical. Spellcraft. Absolutely. Um, That is a 15. <clears throat> You're not sure. Ah, uh, Saran Skeslin, did you <gasps> see these rocks? They're magic. <gasps> Yes, I did see them. Can I do a spellcraft? Yeah. Absolutely. You better. Ooh, uh, dirty 20. <laughs> These are steadfast gut stones. <gasps> These are this, steadfast gut stones. This fist-sized <laughs> chunk of off-white stone seems too large to fit inside a human's mouth, but may be swallowed with ease as a standard action. <laughs> Once ingested, the gut stone remains active for up to a week, maneuvering itself within the body to protect its bearer's vital organs. Anytime an attack would subject the bearer to precision-based damage, such as a critical hit or a sneak attack, that damage is instead directed to the gut stone. All other damage from the triggering attack, as well as the damage that surpasses the Gutstone's hit points, is applied to the character normally. That's awesome. Wow. wow. Yeah. You guys, this is a special rock that you eat, and then you can't get hurt. Oh, thank you, uh, Druid. <laughs> <laughs> but it 
It's true. I read about it in a book. Well, uh, I definitely think we should give it to Astrid and, and let her swallow that. Go, go ahead, gobble it, gobble it up. You, you want me to eat a rock? Oh, I yes. mean, Astrid, it's going to help you. Not only if do someone I someone tries to hurt you or sneak up on you, then it won't hurt you. Not um, only do I think it would be helpful if you ate this rock, but I, I would really enjoy watching you eat a rock. That was really? uh, inspiring yet very creepy, Chip, but I'll do it. I think it'd be really funny. I think it'd be oh. really funny. All right. Well, uh, I, 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 okay, well, bottoms up, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Gabe, <laughs> 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 yeah, would you like some birdseed to eat along with it? <laughs> maybe, maybe as an after, yes. what is it? Not a backsplash. I don't know words anymore. <laughs> chaser! A chaser! Oh, there it is. Okay. Backsplash! Backsplash. I don't know where that word came from. Okay. Uh, so, yes. I take the rock and can I eat it? You take a rock and you eat it. You're not sure how this rock is like swallowable, but you watch yeah. as Astrid just. A whole, like, fist swallows this rock. Oh. Uh, and while we're, while they're in that room, Chip will uh, tap on the, the barrel and, and spray the spirits into the air and channel positive energy. Thank you. Oof. Uh, for nine points of healing, and I'm assuming he's going to do that one more time at least. Uh, uh, 10 points of healing, so 19 oh, points of healing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Would anybody need more? Because he'll take out uh, the wand, he'll take out the wand and like bing people until they're at full health. Like, I, I could use. Okay, so I, I, I tell me how much you're down. How much uh, are you down? Uh, tr uh, tr 17 points. 17 points 17. more? All right, so he'll get you back up to full. Okay. Are Thank you? you. I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Uh, so he's he's gonna go back up to full himself. Um, and yeah, that's it. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Chip. Yeah. As you guys are healing up and standing in this little foyer, um, like I said earlier, there's nothing here. It's a clean room, and you have double doors to your right and left and a single door directly in front of you. Uh, well, do we want to take it one at a time or do we just want to like really throw it all to the wind and all go different directions? I think we, I think we should go forward. I feel like usually when you open a door and it's on the side, it tends to have something bad behind it and we need to move forward, right? Uh, yeah. Sure, I, I think that's good logic. Perhaps if anyone's really good at being quiet, and that's what Skeslin taught me, if we shh, and perhaps whatever's behind the door, hopefully nothing, but if there is, they won't hear us. Hey, did, did, you, did you forget about something? What? 
Chip will go up to the doors and put his ear to the ground and kind of lightly tap on the ground at each one of the doors and use his uh, door sight ability to kind of tell me what's tell me what's behind them doors, Jamie. How many how many people? How big of an area? All right, which door are you checking first? I'm starting with the door to the uh, west. The one to your left. All right. You tap on the ground and, like, wait for the echoes to come back to you through the floor. It seems like there are quite a few uh, beds in this room, a couple of chests, but that's it. Okay. Um, and then the, I, I can't really tell if there's a door to the east, but I believe there is. Yeah, there's a double uh, door to the east. So yeah, he'll do the same thing to the double door to the east. To the east. <clears throat> you notice, uh, you feel a table, a couple of, it feels almost like soft statues. Uh, and like a, a, a weapon stand. Okay, and then uh, to the north. To the north, you feel stairs. Okay. Well, if we keep going north, we're going to go up the clock tower. Seems like uh, to the west is a group of beds, uh, some chests. Maybe, uh, maybe we could, it doesn't sound like there's anyone in there. But to the east, it sounds like there are non-moving. How'd you describe the statue feelings? Like soft, soft statues. Soft statues. There's non-moving <laughs> soft statues. That's a strange feeling. Oh, so, sorry. I should tell you uh, to the east as well. You also feel two very large feet, and then f- four fairly large feet. Okay. There's a lot of feet to the east. There's about six total. uh, Two very large ones and and four fairly large ones. Um, Seems like if we don't want to rush into another battle, we might want to go to the west. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. So, let's go. These doors here. Uh, And Chip, being the the Guy he is likes to open, likes to be the first one into the room, so he'll open the door. Are you doing this stealthily, or are you just going in? He doesn't think that there's anything in there because he didn't hear anything, so he's just opening the door like there was nothing behind it. Sure. This large room contains little in the way of furniture other than five beds sized for giants and two large chests. A five-foot square extrusion runs from floor to ceiling near the southeast corner with a small rectangular access door at its base. A heavy, pervasive, musky smell fills the entire room. And it's fairly clear why. When you open the door and see two Uh, ice toys in bed. Well, better go get them. And he starts running in. I close the door on Chip. (laughs) Just uh, ben, we're going to roll initiative. Love it. Oh. Why? Oh, we should have gone forward. I knew it. Everybody can go ahead and roll initiative. <sighs> Eight. Twelve. 
Wait, I would say that I got a surprise round or a, you know, maybe a move action in. I don't know. Give me just one second. 12 for Chip. All right. I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anybody else? 17. 17, Skeslin. Soraya? 11. 11. What's your modifier? Two. And Astrid? Seven. Seven. All right. Let's start with Chip running in. That's going to be the surprise round. Love it. Miyuki, I will also allow Soraya shutting the door to be a surprise round. She's not at the door. No, I, 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 it was more of a joke, but I'll do it. <laughs> no, it I was mean, just, it was said. But I'm not at the door. Miyuki, what do you do? Huh. Uh, I mean, if I see all of that happening, I will, I will pull out my bow and, and, uh, I, I can tell that Chip is like going, at, he's attacking, right? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Okay. Then I will shoot an arrow at, uh, oh, I went to the wrong page, at the, uh, not the one that Chip is by, but the other one. Okay. Right now. And, uh, okay. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Oh, no, no, sorry, wrong thing. Uh, let me look at the right one. Oh, so close. I like that other one better. It's a 16. That hits. Yeah. Mm. That's what I want. Where am I die hiding? Okay. Oh, wow. Um, that's for four whole damage. Hey, better than zero. <laughs> we move on to Skeslin. Skeslin, this door was flung open and Chip went running. What do you do? Okay. Well. <laughs> I love it when Chip's okay. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'll come running into the room. I'll see that there's two trolls here. One, uh, Chip's kind of in my way because he's, you know, he went charging the the far north troll. So I'll just, the troll that's directly in front of me, uh, when I get to the end of my movement, I will summon forth three spinning fiery shuriken and fire one of them at this troll that's still lying in bed. Sure. I think Jim should have to tell us what size they are each time because I think little tiny and but sometimes I imagine that they're like these huge discs. Just like dinner plates that yeah. I fling about. That'd be Just pretty cool. Chucking dinner Fire plates. frisbees. Fire yeah. frisbees. There we go. I like that. <laughs> Fire frisbees. Uh against touch AC, thankfully. Because <laughs> we're looking at not a very good one. Um it is a total of 10 against Touch AC. And flat-footed. And flat-footed. And lying prone is a minus... Oh, I guess it doesn't matter for Touch, huh? No. Okay, 10 does not hit. Yikes. Okie dokie. It is Chip's turn. Yeah, well, this thing's just right down there, so he's going to grapple the thing before it can even get up. Um, Great. Yeah. 
Um, that is going to be a, sorry, I'm doing math. That's going to be a 14 against its uh, flat-footed CMD. Let me do some math. 14 does not hit. Mm. Does not meet. Yikes. Yeah. It's my turn. Uh, The one to the south in the bed that Jim tried to hit with a fire frisbee and Megan did hit with an arrow, sits up in bed and grabs uh, his, I think it's a battle axe off of the chest next to him and gets out of bed. The other one, however, where is it? He turns over and he growls in a language that I don't believe any of you speak, but he lays in bed. It's Saraya's turn. Oh, good. Uh, I'm going to follow Skeslin in, and I'm going to uh, uh, attack the same exact one that Skeslin attacked with a fireball. Great. The arranged touch. That is a done at 20. Nice. 25. Yeah, that hits. Roll damage and double it, please. Five points plus three, so eight, so 16 total. Wow. Yeah. Woo! It's my first nat 20 of the night, ugh. Astrid, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Astrid is uh, going to take out her masterwork hand axe and she's going to jump right on into that room and run up to the ice troll that is to the north where um, uh, Chip is. Okay. And she's gonna make her way uh, and stand on the bed and take a big swing down. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an attack. All right. Let's see here. Uh, 19. 20, 21. 21 hits. Roll damage. Oh, nice. dear. Thanks. Uh, f- uh, five points. Five points of damage. <laughs> we move like back it. to Miyuki. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to join them in this room and see. I believe I can make... I can make it right over here. I just want to stab the guy. Nice. Stabbing the guy that Astrid All the just stabbed. All right. Oh, neat, neat. That's, uh, you always want to roll a one on die. That's oh, what I hear. Oh, no! yep, 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 yep. A total of seven. You are at the foot of the bed. And as you bring your sword like down onto what you hoped would be this ice troll's leg, it actually lodges itself in the footboard of the bed. No! You can get it out with a move action next round. Oh boy, okay. It is nice. Skeslin's turn. Is it my turn? No, it's Skeslin's turn. Oh, he goes first? Okay. Yeah, this is yes! Yeah. Fire frisbees, Ben. You're right, sorry. Well, speaking of fire frisbee, I'm gonna fire, fire frisbee at the troll that I missed last time. Cousin. 
and real frustrated with all these nonsense. Feeling very, very thwarted today, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but that time, that's a 19 on the die. <laughs> nice. So I'm looking at a 24. Yeah, that that hits. Roll damage. There we go. Uh, three points of fire damage. Mm-hmm. Oof, okay. Then I am going to cast Shocking Grasp and hold it. Okay. That's it. That's it. Chip. Uh, Chip, seeing that uh, uh, the other melee combatants have jumped in on this one that might just be sleeping too hard, <laughs> uh, looks over at the two casters and sees a clear line of of target from this ice troll directly to them. So it's, all right, I'm going to leave this one. Yeah, it's up to you now. Uh, and he will charge over at this other troll. He'll provoke an attack of opportunity doing so, but he will charge into this ice troll and attempt to grapple it. Alrighty then. Uh, it swings at you with its battle axe. Will a 14 hit? 14, even taking the minus two uh, for charging, will not hit. Alright. Uh, that's a two. So uh, that's a total of 12. Not going to do it. But he's put himself right where he wants to be. So. Yep. Think you about sure that. Did. We move on to my troll's turn. This one right in front of you, Chip, is going to take another swing with this battle axe. Uh, no, you know, you're all up in his face, so he's going to take uh, two claws at you. I don't think that's going to do it with a six. Nope. Will a 17 hit, however? 17 will hit. Cool. You're going to take six points of damage as he just claws the crap out of you. All right. Uh, The other one to the north by Astrid Miyuki wakes up finally. Oh boy. And realizes what's happening and attempts to get out of bed. That is going to provoke an attack from both of you. Nice. Uh, Idiot. Okay. I will. Oh my. Uh, I rolled a 11. (laughs) Not gonna do it, Astrid. 25. That does hit. Roll damage. Uh, six points. Six points of damage. Soraya. I'm gonna cast another firebolt at the same one I already hit with the firebolt. All right, the one that Chip is right in front of. Oh yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Mm, that's gonna be a, a 19 to hit. That hits, roll damage. Ugh. Five points of damage. Ooh, he is not looking Good. Would you like to move anywhere? Nope. Astrid, it is your turn. Ah, I'd like to smack him again. I need to move, don't I? <laughs> just Sorry. jumping on the beds. I'm just jumping. <laughs> We're just jumping beds here. You just step down uh, off the bed, swing across the one he was asleep on. 
Yes. Make that attack roll. Uh, uh, 17. That hits. Oh, oh. Nice. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh, eight points of damage. Ooh. All right, y'all are eating away at these things. Mm-hmm. It's Miyuki's turn again. Ooh. Yeah, I'll attack too. Uh, if I were to move, try to move to the other side of him so I could be flanking, would that provoke a potential attack of opportunity? If you go the long way around, you could do it. But if you're going to take the closest route, you'd take an attack of opportunity. It then would I'll... still provoke because she's moving would... away. Okay. Oh, that's true because it has a reach of 10 feet. Ooh, then I shall not. I shall just stab. You can start to shift your way over there, though. So you could take a five-foot sure. step and then sh- and then this step. Yeah. yeah. I'll do the th- that thing. All right. This time, this die is going to roll real well. Get ready. I believe it. Oh, you know, actually, it's not too bad. Uh, that is a 19. That hits. Roll damage. <sighs> nice. An- oh, a total of 19. Okay. Uh, that's eight damage. <sighs> Wow, 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 wow. Skeslin, what are you doing? Oh, something silly. Skeslin is going to pop over here next to Chip. He's going to get right up next to Chip. Which will provoke an attack of opportunity. Ooh, an 18 on the die. That's a 25 with its battle axe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, then let's let's deal with this. Ugh, okay, only eight points of damage. Eight points of damage? <laughs> yeah. As you come swinging down with an axe, these, like, um, sudden, like, frost blooms across his shoulder where the axe is going to hit, and it smashes down into the ice. It doesn't touch the skin as I mercy twice and absorb all of that damage. Yes! And then reach out with a hand covered in electrical arcs to blast this stupid-ass troll. And that is to hit a total of, with my opening volley bonus, 21 against Touch AC. That hits. Roll damage. All right. Uh, pretty good. 10 plus 10, 20 points of electricity damage as I just unleash hell inside this creature. Nice. And unleash hell you do as it falls down dead. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. And you know, sorry, go ahead, Jim. I was going to say then I've still got a swift action, so I'll just fling the final fire frisbee right at the remaining troll. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, that is against touch AC 15. That hits. 15, so it's going to take eight points of fire damage from the fire frisbee. And one more thing happens on Jim's turn is that Gary and Wolf donated $10 to me to chip for another mercy. So when Steslin like gets covered in this mercy and absorbs all this damage, like a little bit of it rubs off onto chip and he also feels better. I don't feel better because both of my ice trolls are dead. Good timing! And we'll pick it up next week. (laughs) Wow!
Wow, you guys. I like this game, it's fun. We'll just put a little bookmark for next Monday to get back to Crits and Giggles, 6 p.m. What do you guys say? Do this all again? Yeah. All right. We love you guys. We love you, Dat Fam. Thank you guys for a fun night. We'll see you next Monday. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye.